Welcome to the Dirty Giant Podcast. Uh, this week we have my little brother, Cannon Heaton. Um, so a few years ago, he drew a late muzzleloader tag um, here in Utah. And we're going to tell you a little bit about that hunt and kind of how it turned out. Uh, you on there, Cannon? Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, guys? All right. So Cannon drew this tag. Um, I actually kind of put Cannon in for it. He's not quite as into hunting as I am, um, but he likes it all right. So kind of like tell us if you remember kind of like when you drew the tag, how did he feel? Were you excited? What What were your thoughts? Well, I was mostly excited because of because of you. Um, I remember drawing the tag, and and Conley was freaking out, just saying this is a once in a lifetime tag that we have to do all these things for. I've I'd never shot a muzzleloader to that point, and I actually never hunted on that unit before as well. We and so. Is kind of a new thing, but I was pretty excited just because of the hype that Conley brought with it. Yeah, so he, he actually drew that tag. I think he had two or three points, so it's not like we were expecting to draw it or anything. So he kind of beat the odds there. And obviously it's uh, somewhat of a pre-rut hunt. Um, it was like in the first part of November, so we were pretty excited. And we got the muzzleloader set up and got him shooting and um i remember remember the first time you shot the muzzleloader yeah that wasn't <laughs> a good shot at all oh well, yeah and then you scoped yourself too <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm not the best shot with that actually still to this day <laughs> so he actually scoped himself the first time he shot it so he was kind of timid of it but we shot it a few more times after that and we felt like we were pretty ready for the hunt we got better but still not very not perfect right so anyways Cannon had a lot of other things going on so I started asking around about um, if there's been any big deer on the winter range or if people have seen big deer in years past it's hard because this hunts on a general season unit so there's going to be a lot of people who hunt that this this unit before we even get a chance but the thing that makes our tag so good is the season dates so there's I think that year there's only nine tags um, on that late muzzleloader and then um, so big unit pretty good season dates for that for that um, with that tag and um, so this is actually the tag I feel like I've ever I made the biggest mistake um, in my hunting career. So a few days before the hunt, um, I was talking to a construction worker, and he, I, I couldn't really tell how much he knew about deer. You know those people that are just like kind of like hunting, but you don't know how much they actually know. So he told me that there's a, a big deer and that it had it had to at least be 30 inches wide. He told me where he saw it. So I went there a night or two, and I saw a few does. And it kind of stood, just kind of stayed in the back of my mind. I just, I didn't know if it was going to be like a kind of like a 30 inch willow horn buck or kind of why, 
you know, just I didn't think it would be the type of buck we were looking for, so I just kind of kept it in the back of my mind. Um, so, anyways, the hunt the hunt started. Um, I'll let you kind of tell that, Cannon. Do you remember the first few days? Yeah, the hunt started, and we brought some buddies out as well. Um, I brought some of my friends, and calmly brought some of his hunting friends out. We were, uh, the first few days, I don't think we had too much success. We saw a few bucks, but we were kind of expecting um, some bigger bucks. And then, actually, it was on it was on Conley's birthday. We we saw the biggest buck that we've seen that hunt. And we were just actually in the truck when we saw it. So we were from the road, and that was the first one we saw. And we we saw it before it saw us, and we sat at the truck deciding what to do. It was a pretty big buck. I'd say about probably 4x4, four four, twenty probably 27 inches wide. And I've never killed a big buck before this or before that point at all. And... We we decided to shoot and just like <laughs> just like um, what we said before, I'm not the best shot, and I actually missed that one on Conley's birthday. And the reason that I think we ended up trying to shoot is because we thought it'd be cool to kill it on Conley's birthday. So, yeah, so it was a pretty good buck. It kind of just came out of nowhere. We watched it for probably two minutes before we decided to try to kill it. Yeah, it was probably pretty close right at I'm guessing it's a 170 inch type deer maybe a touch mm-hmm. bigger um yeah but yeah that that's kind of the first um I, I would say mature buck that we we even saw that so the hard thing about that hunt is usually the last couple of days are going to be the best because it gets deeper into November um so that that hunt actually ended on the 8th that year if I remember correctly and so after that, the first, like, three or so days, a lot of our help had to go home and stuff. So it was just me and Cannon. And so this is kind of embarrassing to say, but we went and checked on that buck that I heard the rumor of That's from right. the construction worker. And we we pull up there, and there's a guy with a big camera we glass up a couple of doe, uh, and we even glass up a bobcat. And so I kind of stop um, and talk to the guy. I'm like, hey, have you seen any big bucks? Uh, we got this late muzzleloader tag. And he he told me we he was taking uh, pictures of rocks. And for some reason, I, I still don't know why. We knew. Uh, we knew he wasn't. Uh. Yeah, we kind of knew, but. We just kind of like we just kind of bought it and we believed it. We didn't put too much time into that into that spot because still I just I didn't think that the guy I originally talked to really knew what a big buck was. And at this point in the hunt, we were we wanted to kill um, something pretty special. So, anyways, but we left remember that. you talked to him. You talked to that guy, and. And he said he was taking pictures of the rocks, but he was like in a little, his little truck. And I think he even had like a sticker on the back of a buck or something. And we thought it was super fishy. Like we're like, like you got back in the car and you're like, 
I don't think that guy's taking pictures of rocks. Like, that's just weird to be here. Because, like, it was a cool – it was a so there wasn't much, like, rocks to be taking pictures of. Right, yeah. So, yeah. We kind of thought – we thought he was kind of telling a bluff a little bit at the time even. But, but yeah, so at the time it, it was weird because we knew that there was only eight, eight or so tags for that unit. And so we just didn't really know what was going on or whatnot. So anyway, we started going off and chasing other other deer. And then the rut just wasn't really that heavy. And, like, I think there's um, – we had two or three days left. And we'd been looking all day. And then my buddy, my buddy Tanner um, – was trying to get a hold of us, and he found like a mid 170s type deer that he, we were going to come look at. And we found all the deer that were with that that buck, and we could never get on it. And we were just kind of getting a little frustrated because really we weren't even seeing that many bucks, um, let alone the quality of buck that we were looking for. So can t- try and tell us about about that night if you remember. Uh, yeah, so we, we were, that, so that whole day we were trying to look for that buck that Tanner glassed up for us, and when he glassed it up, it was kind of bedded, and then he actually had to go home, Tanner did, that day, so we kind of went back to the place we were staying once it got hot in the middle of the day, and we decided to go out at night, and we were just driving our truck, and we were actually going back to the places we were where Tanner saw that buck mm-hmm. right when we were driving our truck and honestly replaying it in my mind. I think 20 yards in front of our truck, this big old buck just starts running across the road. And like at first our dad was with us as well. And at first we were like, what was that? Like almost like I thought it was a horse. And then it kept running. So it was it was on a full sprint when it crossed. So we hurried and stopped the truck, jumped out, and... Yeah, so I remember, too, like, so I pulled up the binoculars, and obviously it was a big-bodied deer. It was all, all rutted up. And all I remember is it had... His main beams were so thick and bladed and really long. And then it forked off of um, both of the G2s. And then have maybe a cheater or two on each side. So it was a big deer. I still don't feel like I got a good enough look at it to be able to tell you what it was. But it was, (laughs) I feel like I could say it was between uh, 190 and 210. Could have been anywhere in there. It was definitely one of, it was definitely a big, big deer. It was a big buck. And so I heard and jumped off, jump out of the truck, and my dad pulled out his, well, Conley and my dad were looking through their binoculars, so I just was standing there, and I just took my first shot standing up, and actually, my dad, after I shot, he said, you hit it, and so I was pumped. (laughs) Yeah, you thought you hit it. I thought we hit it the first time, and it kind of. I think it just went right over its back, maybe close enough that it knew that it was getting shot at for sure. And it kind of like 
jumped up. I think that's why Dad thought we we hit it. Um, but but then it started running away again, and so me and Conley actually started like sprinting after it because it was just sprinting, and so we well we looked for blood a little bit and we actually saw it again. It's too far to shoot, but we 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 kept like tracking it or whatever. We kept on it, and we got to a point that we were in a little valley. We were on one side, and we saw the buck on the other side, and so we had one more shot at it, and so this time I took my time a little bit more. I think I got down on my knee, tried to stabilize the gun a little bit better, and I actually missed it again. <laughs> so when I, when I missed when I missed the second time, Conley just dropped on his knees like literally he didn't even say a word he just dropped on his knees and then just put his face in the dirt and just wouldn't talk for a whole 60 seconds we just sat sat there and because the, after i shot the deer it ran away it was it was long gone and we just kind of sat there and didn't talk to each other for a while and, and just didn't know what to say because it was it was definitely the bu- type of buck we were looking for we had two two pretty good shots at it that I definitely should have done better at. Yeah, well, I just remember it worked out perfect because he's broadside probably 90 yards after we tracked him for probably an hour and a half. And he was just right there. And we, since since he shot the first time, we reloaded because we, we weren't expecting it across the road. So we just reloaded and left. We didn't even have extra reload, so we only had one right. shot. And so I was like, just take your time, make a good shot. And I thought you were going to smoke him because it was right there. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was pretty That was pretty disappointing. That was one of the most <laughs> disappointing hunting moments. So, anyway. The whole hunt was just kind of disappointing. Like, like even, even that deer that Tanner saw and that he said he bedded, like, we should have been able to to get that as well but yeah yeah we had quite a few chances at some pretty good deer and then so needless to say we were pretty discouraged after that and then ken and i kept going um back there in the mornings and the evenings to check to check the does there that he was with and there was always like 160 type bucks with them um yeah maybe one that I remember the one morning there's like one that might have been pushing 170. Yeah. And we just, <laughs> it's just hard to shoot a buck like that when we know what might be in the area. But also, like, you'd never shot a bigger buck before. So we kind of wanted to get you one. So, anyway, that brings us to the last day. So we had to call in some reinforcements. We called in my buddy um, Jeff Baird, and mm-hmm. um, he kind of made some calls. I think he called John, uh, Johnny Roundy, and we got some some spots to try. And since it was the last day, we were just ready to kill something. You kind of remember what happened there? Yeah. So this this time we were. Uh, we were just driving again, actually, in our truck, 
I think we we hiked that that day and tried to go back a little deeper and we didn't see anything. Yeah. We got back in our truck and we were kind of zooming along. I don't I don't remember when. I think it was probably midday. So we like it was after the after the morning hunt. After the morning hunt. So we were kind of zooming and then we we saw the buck kind of peek out through the trees and we could tell it was a pretty big buck and so we we hurried and stopped and then we we looked at it it was was just kind of the same type of buck that we saw the first day that I missed and so we we figured that if I shot at it the first time it wasn't the same buck but it's definitely the same type of buck a big yeah it's just a mature looking deer decent forks all the way around good eye guards Yep. And it's probably right around 170. I think we scored yeah. just short of 170, but yeah, it's that kind of deer. Yeah, it was your first shot. And it yeah, that was the first shot. Expecting. What's interesting is that was probably one of your tougher shots because it's starting to get nervous. And then. Yeah, um, it was moving a little bit. Yeah. And I think, what was that? I think it was a 190-yard shot with your muzzleloader. Yeah. Yeah, but you knocked it down. And so that is pretty sweet. I'm glad you got one. And then, so kind of to wrap it up, what what ended up happening is um, as we were kind of cleaning that deer and talking with Jeff, um, we found out that right where we were looking for that rumored kind of 30 inch buck that that construction worker told me about and that buck was actually the governor tag buck and they ended up killing it that morning so the guy was right there was a giant buck and I think it I can't remember exactly but it was like a 260 inch type deer um yeah that they killed so I don't know if we would have been able to get on it or not but that was definitely that was definitely one of the most embarrassing times in my hunting career to kind of just buy that he was taking up looking at rocks or whatever he was doing, even though it didn't feel like it. I just, I should have been smarter with that. I just didn't think the governor tag would be in that unit, but. Yeah, we were pretty bummed after we figured that out. It was just, it was a really interesting hunt because we ended up killing a pretty good deer, especially for me. There's, still the biggest buck I've killed but it's just we've had so many other opportunities and then the governor buck and that that we felt like we could have done better but it's still really fun really memorable hunt so yeah we definitely talk about it a lot I feel like if we could do that hunt over again that we would definitely <laughs> probably do a lot better it's yeah, hard because I don't know. It's just a difficult unit to kind of figure out, and mm-hmm. yeah. But at least, at least you killed your biggest buck to date. So, yep. What would you say is like the biggest thing you learned on that hunt? Ah, uh, well, the biggest thing I learned on that hunt probably. I I definitely wish we could have done something different with trusting the guy taking pictures, but. I definitely yeah, wish sure. I could put put more time pre hunt into 
knowing how the muzzle loader shoots because that was I definitely should have should have killed that buck that we saw um and I really wish I would have I still replay it in my head today <laughs> I just fun. wish we could know exactly how big that deer was because obviously yeah. everyone was pumping it kind of came out of nowhere but it was definitely a big buck so it was yeah yeah. That's what I would say I learned is just putting in the time before the hunt to to make sure that you can take your opportunities. Yeah, for sure. Well, sweet. Thanks for coming on and telling yeah, the story. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having yeah. me. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of uh, the Dirty Giants podcast. We're going to be putting out a new um, podcast every Monday, so be sure to um, watch for that and uh, we thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We'll see you next Monday.